Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whichever it may be for you. And welcome back to my show, A Life Extraordinary. I'm Roberto, your show host. And today I'm going to be talking to you about why living in a resort town is the best decision we ever made. Now, pandemic has made so many different changes in all of our lives. And while we decided to move from the big city to resort town some years ago, um, I still believe that it is one of the reasons why we live such a very healthy lifestyle. Now, uh, on today's episode, I'll talk to you a little bit about when we made the move, what uh, spurned it, uh, what we, how it's changed our lives for the better, how it has been uh, a big part of our work as well. And as well, I'm going to be talking about how during these pandemic times with the big exodus from cities, it's really a great way to to continue into a lifestyle that's healthy, uh, fulfilling, and great for family. Because in my case, I've got three little ones. And of course, being in a big city for a photographer, videographer like myself, being uh, around big cities and, and dirty streets, in my opinion, <laughs> was not exactly what I look for for my family. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why it's good to be in a resort town. There's a few reasons why it's bad. And at the end of the day, we all come to our own conclusions. So um, I just want to say thank you to all the people that uh, sent me messages via Instagram saying uh, they enjoyed listening to the last podcast on why we decided to travel even with the recommended restrictions by uh, the government of Canada that said, we don't recommend that you travel right now. But um, I put out all the reasons why we decided to. And as I'm sitting here looking out at the waves crashing on a nice sandy beach, I can't help but think that it was the right decision. Now, these are all these are obviously unique times and, and there is no absolute right and wrong in these decisions. So so I do appreciate the message and I do. Uh, some people were saying, well, I think it's great. I'm going to La Ventana. And, and I've also thought a lot of your points were right. And other people are like, you know what? I listen to the government and I will not move from where I am. Um, I used to be somewhere in the middle uh, when it, well, I used to be somewhere, I guess, more on the left when it came to listening to all of the restrictions and not going out and, and doing basically everything to the T. But after two years of living in the pandemic, I've decided that, you know, we've got to live a little and, uh, and risks have to be balanced. And so therefore it is that I am here in Mexico. Now, the, the pandemic has turned our, our world upside down and it feels more like it's becoming endemic. And a lot of people uh, have been moving from the big cities to the towns. And, and I think it's a great opportunity for, for people to get out into nature, uh, to, to get back to their roots, to get back closer to their families, um, because the cities are a bit of a rat race, uh, in particular when, when you come from a big city. I, I'm born and raised in Montreal, which is one of the uh, second largest cities in Canada. So our decision to move came from uh, some years ago. Uh, I used to be a businessman. I supplied all the curtains in Costco, Canada. I had up to 100 employees servicing my stores across the country. And this was prior to my days of, uh, of being a photographer, videographer. And during the 2007 uh, recession, my, my lady and I threw caution to the wind. And we said, you know what? We're going to get on a road trip to cross Canada and see if we want to live in Montreal, if we think the big city life is right for us. And I think we were some of the first movers when it comes to van life. Although at the time we didn't have a van, we had a small SUV. And I think family and friends 
when they saw our departure from Montreal, assumed that we would be coming back on a big elastic band, that we would go and we would see, and then we would come right back to the regular lifestyle that we used to live. But we never came back. Indeed, um, for the majority of, uh, of that summer and, and fall, we, we lived out of the SUV. We would pitch the tent in campgrounds and in gravel pits. And I used to be, yes, the Gucci belt wearing uh, city slicker guy uh, in my old days that liked cars and watches and all that jazz. And by getting closer to nature, by going camping so much more frequently, and by going on all these adventures, I realized that that I was just so much happier uh, in the outdoors uh, than I would ever have been in the cities. And so we stumbled upon this small town that I had been to once before during the 2010 Olympics named Whistler. Now, I've spoken to many Americans before that have said, where's Whistler? And I have to point out that it's about two hours north of, uh, of Vancouver. It's a, a mountain town, ski resort town, uh, known for the 2010 Olympics and, and known in Canada as being the most magnificent ski resort that there is in our country. Um, it's a world-class resort. We have about uh, 10,000 locals that live there. So for, for uh, New Yorkers and for Montrealers and for Torontonians and, and uh, Denverites and all these people, these are like, it's a tiny town, but we have up to 3 million visitors every year and up to 30,000 people can come up in a day and sleep in the resort um, on any given uh, night. So, so it's, it's a very, it's, while it is a small town, the resort aspect of it all brings in a lot of the city uh, aspects that people would miss. So for example, we have tons of restaurants, which is one of uh, my favorite things about being in this small town is that per capita, if you only were to take uh, the 10,000 people that we are, there are all the options that you can imagine uh, for, for culinary delights. Um, there's also a lot of the infrastructure that's required to be able to host uh, on top of our 10,000, 30,000 people visiting the resort. And this gives uh, means that you have all the activities and the um, sports centers and the pool and the gyms and, and, and whatnot that you would ask for if you were in a city. So that's one of the things that that makes a resort town very different than just living in a small town uh, where nobody ever visits and there's no infrastructure and whatnot. So, of course, when you leave the city, there's going to be a lot of things that you miss that you don't have. For example, a rock climbing gym, in my case, that I would love to have in my tiny town. But again, I've got mountains I could climb. So it's a balance of seeing what's what's best for you. But but for us, we've definitely seen that that being in this small town, the community that a small town has, while at the same time having the, the resort aspect that, that hosts so many different people, gives us the all-rounded lifestyle that makes our little crew uh, quite happy. Now, there's been obviously a bit of a polarization during uh, the pandemic when it comes between uh, the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. And, and, I, and I feel for, for the families and friends, and even in our cases, of course, that we, we stumble upon friends that were like, oh, geez, no, you know, they're not vaxxed and should we have them close to our kids and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of strange things in our world right now that, uh, that have made for a very different uh, type of world. But I find the community of a resort town brings us together to overcome uh, these things because we are a tiny community. And and that allows us to be uh, more understanding of each other. And, and I think that's one of the principal aspects of being in uh, a small resort town. Now, um, which that, that brings me back, you know, today, um, I wanted to talk to you about 
in a resort town, what opportunities are there for work uh, comparative to the city? Of course, you don't have uh, the jobs uh, that you would normally find in a city. Uh, you don't have the accountants, the lawyers, uh, and and the quantity of 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 good jobs, I guess that you would say that well paying that you would find in those towns. But but that's a choice that a lot of people have made by coming to live in resort destinations, and that it's a life choice that isn't just about money, but more so about having a healthy lifestyle. I've met taxi drivers in our town that are biochemics, uh, um, uh, bio bioengineers. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm thinking of a guy in particular. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what term he used, but it was along those lines. I've had uh, there's uh, skiing structures that are that are lawyers and, and that they don't have much work in Whistler. And so they have to do the ski uh, instructor job and whatnot. But these are the guys that also are the first to tell me, you know what? I wake up in the morning and I'm glad about where I am. The, the only traffic I ever hit is when everybody is leaving uh, town at the end of the day from a ski, ski day. And, and therefore, I feel so uh, fulfilled. And so perhaps my apartment is small. Uh, perhaps uh, I don't make the income that I used to. But I'm skiing half the day. I go hikes in the evening. My kids' school is surrounded by a verdant forest, uh, lush greenery, uh, no sounds of ambulances and cars and screeching noises, no no crackheads to walk by on the street while I get them to school. Um, and all of these things are, are really quite valid points when it comes to choosing to live in a resort town. Now, I made the point about Oh, living in a small place. My little family, we live in a one bedroom and we are a family of five. Now, take into account that before the pandemic, we spent up to eight months a year traveling around the world internationally and then a few months out of our Airstream. So having a big place wasn't necessary. Now, for sure, the pandemic has made us feel a little squeezed. And pre-pandemic, we said to ourselves, well, you know, this pandemic is going to... Uh, to, to definitely make the prices drop because the prices have been going up and up and up and up. And of course, the opposite happened. And the reason that the opposite happened is that while offices and towers were shut down and many people were ordered not to go to the office and work from home, all these people realized, well, you know, what's the point of my living in the downtown core of, uh, say, Chicago when I could go to the outskirts of the city or to the countryside, live in a small cabin, have acreage, and still be able to get all my work done for my computer. And I think that uh, that just propagated. And so many people moved to my small town as well. And instead of the prices dropping, they've just kept going up. Now, it's pretty insane that in my, my building... Uh, a one bedroom can go for one, $1.2 million. And a uh, two bedroom can go for 1.6 or $7 million. So insane it is, but it's a lifestyle choice. And my wife will often turn to me and say, you know, um, I know we live in a tight space and, uh, and I'd love to get a bigger place in our, in our own building, but I don't want to leave. So if it comes to the choice of, do we make it work? then we stay. If it comes to the, the choice of, do we have to go elsewhere? No, we don't. You know, we just make it, make it work. And that's a big thing when it comes to people moving to resort towns is that it's about finding a way to live a healthier lifestyle. And sometimes the choices are a bit more difficult than one imagined them to me, but they are very, very rewarding. On a powder day in Whistler, most of the schools don't really care if your kids don't come in early 
or not, because they understand that A, the parents and the kids are likely on the slopes, get, catching some turns and having uh, a blast themselves. So, of course, there are different things that, uh, that I don't always enjoy about being in, in a resort town, but I'll get to those a little later. Now, uh, the, one of the points that I want to make beforehand is that this whole res- moving to a resort town is very similar to, to the van life movement that millennials have made. And it's basically uh, looking at a life very differently than our baby boomer parents have. You know, my dad and mom were always uh, religious about being up at five in the morning, getting to the office, uh, crunching out, staying late and and basically that what I would call a rat race. And and our millennial generation has realized that there's so much more to life, spending time with your kids, spending time with your friends, getting into the outdoors and not living in a, in a small cubicle in front of a screen. And I think that's, that's the same. Yeah. There's definitely a tangent to, to moving away from the cities to these resort towns is that your, your work can go with you now. And, and in the old days, of course it couldn't because we didn't have iPads and iPhones and, and Wi-Fi and laptops. So, so it's made it possible that we can still have a work-balanced lifestyle much healthier than we used to by being in these places. And think of all the time that you can spend with your kids that, that you just couldn't when you were gone uh, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. And, and I think that's a huge thing, particularly, I'm, you know, I, I refer a lot to the whole children's side of things because um, my dad has been, you know, he's, he's a wonderful father and he's worked super, super hard his whole life. But from 6 a.m. to to 6 p.m. every single day, he was working and crunching so that we could have a great lifestyle. But that also meant that there was a lot of opportunity cost when it comes to time that was lost that we couldn't spend together. And that's definitely something really neat in regards to, to moving to a resort town is that you, you do have to find a way or a space to get your work done. But as soon as you close that laptop or that computer, you're with your kids and having a blast and going all about. Now, now, definitely, um, I, it is tricky to, to live in a one-bedroom as a family of five. Um, but again, uh, we're, we're able to go on hikes and bikes. And, and during a pandemic and during lockdowns, uh, I had to go to the city for an emergency when we thought one of our last baby was going to come a bit too early. And by, by being in, in, in our town during the lockdown, we got this whole resort to ourselves with nature and, and walkways and trees. And when I went to the city and everyone was on lockdown and they were allowed to go out and, and walks and stuff, it was well, horrifying, <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, to be in such a compact uh, space with so many different people um, that, that I just, it just enforced why I absolutely love uh, living in a small town. Now, Yes, my real estate agent, I'll be grabbing laps with him. Uh, the banker, I'll see him on the lake during the summertime, floating in a tube with a beer in hand. Um, and everybody will be on the mountain on a powder day. And I think that it's, it comes down to deciding on what type of life you want to, to, to live. And I do, and money is obviously facilitates a good lifestyle and it facilitates uh, work and and I mean if it facilitates having a nice place and feeding your kids and all these these important things but but value our millennial generation has learned that value has to be given to to being together to being in the outdoors um, to to spending more time with your partner because indeed more more people in the cities uh, spend more time with the secretary or their business partners than they do uh, with their wife or other partner now. Sure, the skyrocketing price has 
is a detriment to a lot of people being able to make the move. But when you really want to do this change, it's possible. And that the excuses are plenty, but it's key that you that you stay away from those excuses and, and you find different ways. And I have friends that have arrived to, to Whistler that lived at the campground, that lived in an RV, that lived uh, out of the van, that lived at the hostel, that bounced around different uh, hotels until they could find uh, a property. But the, the old adage of where there's uh, a will, there's a way is, is most uh, definitely, definitely true. Um, now, of course, some of the cons uh, about, uh, about living in a resort town. The prices of the properties have gone just through the roof. And, and this is definitely something that makes it more difficult to make the move. But again, um, it, it just means instead of having a three bedroom, you have a one bedroom. Instead of having a, you know, a larger place, you have a bit of a smaller place. But then you spend so much time outdoors that that is not so, so bad. One of the things that is kind of humorous on the cons is that in a small community, you see everybody, <laughs> meaning you're at the grocery store and you see the banker and you see your, you're at the bank and you see uh, your ski instructor guy. And, and you don't always want to bump into people because we all have stresses in our life and we all have days that we are under a cloud. And obviously on those days, you don't feel very chatty. So definitely in a small community, sometimes you don't want to bump into everybody. But that's okay because the people in these communities understand that. So if a friend of mine that I would normally stop and chat with uh, a plenty sees me at the grocery store and he sees that I didn't really go say hi, well, he, is, he knows, you know, oh, it's one of those days when Roberto's got whatever on his mind and it's, he's busy or he's in a rush or his kids are in the car, whatever it may be, that they, we understand each other. And so that comes, that leads me to the hand uh, of being a community oriented uh, places, whereas in the big city as well, obviously, um, it's not the same. You likely won't bump into a lot of the people that, that you see. Um, one of the, uh, one of the, cons, which again, I don't see that bad as a con, is that uh, our town fills up on the weekends with lots and lots of people. Um, and we get a bit annoyed at the traffic and and the hubbub. And we're like, oh, geez, all the tourists. But again, those tourists are the ones that make uh, our town so, uh, so, so wonderful uh, and, so, and bring work to, to everybody. So, so that's understandable um, that sometimes we get a bit irked that we have 10 minutes of traffic when truth be told, if we lived in the city, we would have hours of traffic uh, on the daily. I'm going to open up uh, the line and see if anybody wants to chat about what they feel about living, uh, how they feel about living in a resort town. Um, so a few of the, the Whistler life stories. Um, being on the mountain, uh, you know, the other day I was skiing down and, uh, and I saw my kid in his ski class. And this is a very typical resort town thing. It's like you're having the time of your life doing whatever sport you're doing and you see your children learning and and doing something very similar as a healthy lifestyle on the ski resort as well and that's quite special um so that's you know the other day i saw Mikyu and and we were just both waving at each other like little goofy kids saying hi Mikyu, how's it going this is so great uh, and i think that's that's uh part of the healthy lifestyle of of being in a resort um one of the concerns about obviously raising kids in an athletic resort town like Whistler is that your kid's going to be a little crazy athlete and more often than not they do become uh quite quite daredeviling kids whether it's backflipping on skis or or riding down 
uh, mountains at crazy speed, speeds. Indeed, one of my neighbors, Ashley McIver, uh, she's born and raised in, in Whistler, and she uh, became a gold medalist winning ski cross. And, and she had many accidents and many broken bones. And, and that comes uh, along with living in a resort town like Whistler, which, which is uh, sports-based, because uh, while your kids will be immersed in all this, these sports, you do have to ready, be ready for them to uh, be banged up and bruised here and there. I think my, my boy Mikio had 120 mountain biking days uh, last summer. So that's really, really quite, quite impressive. Um, the other day as well, you know, uh, another example of living in a resort town is the teacher at our school made a mistake in letting, uh, not putting Mickey on the school bus to go, uh, to come back home. And so he was meandering around uh, the property of the school uh, having been left uh, unattended. And, uh, another parent saw him. And that parent is obviously somebody that we know that lives in our small town and went up to him and gave us a call right away saying that they had, that Mikio was just meandering around the school property with like not knowing what was going on. And she obviously brought him back home. And so that's the type of community oriented uh, activities that being in a resort town uh, brings as well. Um, you know, the, uh, the other day, I say that a lot, the, uh, last winter, uh, a few times I got a call from friends in town, or around town saying, oh, hey, you know, I, I slid into the ditch. Uh, could you give me a hand to get out? And so we, we drove over. Uh, we, it was really neat because uh, we're, we're, I guess in a small way, we're a bit of a redneck uh, town, but we, we dr- I drove over and uh, his wife's car had gone into the ditch and it was super icy and snowy and he couldn't pull it out with his pickup truck because it was so icy that his wheels were just spinning. So I tied my pickup to his pickup to her car. And that's how we were able uh, to pull her out from the ditch. But again, just a perfect example of, uh, of community coming together in a small uh, resort town. Now, not every resort town is, athletic base. You know, you've got uh, towns like uh, Lake Geneva and you've got Puerto Vallarta, which is uh, more touristic in regards to going, doing water activities or being on the beach. But I think that each of these still ends up being uh, a, a community in them, in themselves. Um, and then during, during the lockdowns, we, we all get to have uh, these, these resort areas uh, entirely to ourselves. So, so I'm going to see if uh, anybody wants to talk about being in a resort town themselves. Is anybody going to call in for a moment? So one of the really neat aspects, oh, here we have got uh, Shireen here. Let's see now. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. you got to unmute yourself. Let's try that again. Okay, take next caller. It's a really neat uh, app. She just got to unmute hello. herself. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So tell me, what what do you like about living in a resort town? You covered pretty much everything, except you forget to talk about how amazing our healthcare system is and our access to the family doctor and the ER. And uh, whenever the kids get sick or they have anything, I can, you know, either run to the ER and pretty much be the only one there and be taken care of right away. Or I can also, I feel very yeah. uh, okay with calling my doctor at any time or texting him and he will um, get me through, get me in the first appointment the day after. Um, so it, it is a really 
great community, more like a small family. And yeah. um, so that was one point and I that I wanted to. I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree that on the medical system, it's very different than being in a big city because in the big cities, you just can't have that uh, personalized community access to your doctor like we do in, in our small resort town. You were going to say another another point? Yes, and also access to our local parks and lakes. Um, you know, being a mom of three and having to load a stroller and put the kids in the car seats and then drive, if I was in a big city, drive to um, a park or drive to uh, a lake, it would just be too much of a hassle and I would probably not end up going. But being in a small town like Whistler, I can simply walk out the door uh, with my stroller, the kids on the bikes, and um, within five minutes be uh, by a lake or um, in the mountains. So that's also very important when you're a big family yeah. and have lots of kids to take out. <laughs> um, what, what other resort towns do you like in the world? I'm a small town girl. I'd say if I wasn't in the mountains, I'll be by the ocean in a tiny island called Turks and Caicos. <laughs> uh, and, and give me an example of community or of what makes you enjoy Turks and Caicos, because also uh, Providencialis is, is very similar in regards to Whistler in many ways. It is a, a, a small island, so um, access, access to the ocean. Um, we are kite surfers, so access to our kite beach uh, is very close by. It is safe because it's an island. You know, nothing could happen to your kids. If they're on the beach, you can, you know, um, take care of them from, from the ocean kiting, and you can see what's going on. Um, the only, I, the only, the only, the the only yeah. negative point about being on an island in the middle of the ocean yep. is access to good food. So um, Whistler has amazing food at the grocery stores. You, you have good quality fruits and ve vegetables. Um, but in an island like Turks and Caicos, the quality of the food at the grocery store isn't the best. So, yeah. It, I, I think you just touched on two points that I forgot on. How expensive is the food in uh, Providenciales and Whistler? <laughs> the difference is that Whistler is in Canadian dollar. So that is more affordable for us Canadians. Uh, Turks and Caicos is in American dollars and they have an import tax. I think, is it 30%? Is it? Something yeah, like so that. it is yep. extremely and, and everything expensive. Has to be brought in. Everything has to be brought in right. and it is extremely expensive. Um, yeah. But prices, even if they're in Canadian and Whistler, are still quite expensive. They are, yes. Um, what example could we give? Uh, for example, if you were to buy an avocado, which is, um, you know, everybody's favorite food or not, but it is mine. Uh, that would cost you about $3 yeah. for one avocado. So make sure to eat every single bite. <laughs> don't waste. <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't, don't waste any. And another point that you touched on that I hadn't uh, mentioned is that uh, it's so much safer being in a resort town for our children than being in a city. Absolutely. And when you mentioned that Mikio, um, they made a little mistake at school. Uh, the teacher did not um, tell him that he was supposed to take the bus back home. He was um, waiting in, you know, within the parking lot of the school. So he wasn't outside of the school area, but he was about half an hour outside. And my friend Sally, who knows me and Mikio, um, called me and um, 
just let me know that Mikio was uh, not in the bus or he was just waiting for me to pick him up. So just to say that it was very safe. Um, and, uh, and then she brought him home. So, um, and, and, a, and a community and a community raises, you know, in a small town that we, we raise our children more like a community in our own building. We've got friends, Paulina, Willie, we've got uh, Wang Su, Natalie, we've got so many people that if, if we for a moment aren't turned and looking at our kid that might have been having a moment of difficulty in the pool, there's another adult arms that reach out and grab the kid and help him out. And I think that's, that's really important that in cities we've kind of lost and forgotten what it's like to raise children through community versus just trying to do it all on our own, no? Absolutely. And also when you're hiring a nanny, you know who she is. You know, she was the bike camp coach. She is the ski coach. Um, so you, right. you trust them and you know the places they go to. And, uh, and it is safer, but it's definitely not accessible for everyone. And if if you want to, like you say, downgrade, live in a one bedroom or have a beautiful house, um, it, it's all about your choices. For me, I'd rather live in a small town. For sure. We could we could. We could have a giant house on the outskirts of Montreal with five bedrooms and a pool for the price uh, that our, our one bedroom is in Whistler. But I think both of us have concurred many a time that we would never make that move. No, I will never. <laughs> I'd rather. And, you know, the one bedroom is 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 great, but definitely we will do our best to upgrade. But uh, if you tell me right now, yep. let's move to the city and get a bigger house, I would just tell you no way. So... There it is. Not, not, not happening. happening. What, what other resort towns can come to mind um, to you right now uh, that, that you would like to visit? There's that. Uh, we haven't been to, what is it, the one in Hawaii that our friend Ashley goes to a lot? Kauai. Kauai. That seems like a small, yeah. nice resort town as well. Safe on an island. Um, we're currently in Puerto Vallarta with family and friends, uh, which is also right. And then in Canada, I would say um, in Alberta, you have a Canmore, which is, you know, in the mountains. If you're a mountain person, yeah. this could be another option. It is less expensive than Whistler, but um, it is yeah. colder than Whistler. And um, yeah, I, I'll, if you were to ask me the best place to live in Canada, I'd say Whistler for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we definitely love home. Well, thank you, Shireen, for, for coming in on the call. You're always you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, there we go. There's just a few of the reasons why we, we love living in a resort town. And uh, I don't think we'll, we'll ever make the move away. So if you're wondering what to do during the pandemic, whether to stay uh, in your city or uh, leave to a smaller area, but with a healthier lifestyle, hope we've given you some of the points on why it's the move to make. Thanks a lot for those listening in today. It's a uh, brief episode and i'll be coming back to you uh tomorrow as well for for another episode hope you'll join me and call in and ask any questions you might like and don't forget that throughout any of the episodes that you're listening to it's really really easy to simply uh press the button to become uh, a caller and and we can interact and chat and that's the whole point of this call-in app is that we can you can call in and and we can socially uh interact and and have conversations about whatever it may be. So, Roberto, coming to you from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, another resort town, Expeditioner out. See you next time.